Welcome to the Wealth Standard Podcast with host Patrick Donahoe, author of the best-selling personal finance book, Heads I Win, Tales You Lose, and one of the nation's most influential financial advisors. The Wealth Standard's focus this season is investing. 2020 opened with markets and asset prices at all-time highs, but many of us experience more financial uncertainty now than we did a decade ago. Although there are more choices and opportunities than ever before, the risk-to-reward ratio teeters on a global fulcrum, contributing to the roller coaster of emotions surrounding financial well-being. It seems like everyone is walking on eggshells. This season, we'll cover topics revolving around investment theory and strategy, atypical investments versus conventional investments, and the role of investing within personal wealth strategies. The Wealth Standard Podcast is committed to inspiring you to be more financially free. There is no better time to gain clarity about your wealth strategy, your investments, and your financial future than now. Taking a break from the show, you know, entrepreneurs inspire me. I love meeting leaders of successful ventures who discover an idea, formulate the business, and then execute. You'd assume that they know how to structure their personal finances. I believed that too, but I was wrong. Entrepreneurs are never taught to effectively manage their wealth to work alongside their business and lifestyle. All of that work, effort, toil, and time wasted. Entrepreneur 101 is an online course that teaches you a financial strategy that works so that success is not a flash in the pan, but lasting. The spirit of the entrepreneur doesn't have to be compromised. Register for the Entrepreneur 101 course today for free at thewealthstandard.com forward slash E-N-T. That's Echo November Tango. Thewealthstandard.com forward slash E-N-T. Time is what limits our experience of life. Money is a solution that can improve the quality of that time. Money at a certain level is storage of time. People spend money to create or maintain the quality of their time. People exchange part of their time for money. Some people live to work, others work to live. Money spent now is cash. Money spent later is savings. Inflation takes 2 to 3% compounded from the spending power of money over time. Financial experts condition people to invest for the long run instead of spending money now. Financial experts condition people to believe that compound interest outpaces inflation and their fees. Financial experts condition people to believe that you must take risks to earn reward. And if you lose, you took too much risk. Most financial experts trade their time for money. Their advice earns them money. The average human being lives for 25,915 days. 8,580 of those days are sleeping, 3,790 working, and 1,769 with the people we love most. So let me ask you a question. Are you living to work or working to live? Are you investing by sacrificing today for an imaginary tomorrow? 
Last week, I spoke about first principles, the fundamental core reasons. What are your first principles for investing and for living? I hope you enjoyed this segment of my interview with Todd Lankford. Can people live a meaningful life without logic and math? And I would say a condition of logic, which is mathematical proofs. Can people live a meaningful life without it? Oh, wow. I think so. I, you know, like with anything, I guess the question would be, um, do people win the lottery? Um, yeah, some do, <laughs> right? But a majority don't. And I, I think that's probably true here. You could, you could be lucky. I don't like the word lucky. I like, um, uh, I like the idea of having some influence on what's going to come out versus being left to luck. But I think it can happen for some that they just get lucky or they get taken care of by somebody else or, you know, all these things. But I think really for anything to be effective, um, it has to be intentional at some level. Okay. Look, what else can we discuss here? Cause that's, let me think about that one. I, I just came out of the blue. I think meaning meaning is relative, right? Meaning's meaning is relative to the to the person. And right. You know, I would say depends on what your standard is. Yeah. And and I think I think part of that is there is nothing, you know, the, the idea, you know, we use the word successful, we throw that around a lot. And I think that's a I don't know that there's a better word for it, but I think it's a tough word because what successful means to me is not something that I should look down on somebody else for having a different level of successful. Successful may be having all the time in the world, barely working, but having enough to eat and having a much lesser lifestyle. Now, for me to do that for myself, I would not consider myself successful, but that doesn't mean that I don't consider somebody else successful because they have a different level of what success is. And so I think for them, that's, that's fine at whatever level it is. My argument, though, at some level would be, look, if that's your level of success and that's the amount of effort you're willing to put there, that's fine. But don't cry that you don't have the same success, the same amount of stuff that somebody else has who was willing to do the work for it. And that's that's where the breakdown is, I think, right now in society. You've got a lot of people that have chosen the road of minimalist but they really want what everybody else has. And they feel like, you know, they're entitled to that because other people have it, even though they didn't do the work to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think it's, again, it it goes to this concept of meaning. I think success is, it seems like it's an absolute, right? I think what success, the intrigue of success is that it gives a person meaning. So I think the, the, what people are seeking is, is meaning. Meaning isn't a constant meaning is it's kind of a, a way of being, right? And it's a it's a moving target because what gives somebody meaning uh, is oftentimes it evolves out of their sphere of influence. Children, right? I find lots of meaning with my kids, and it evolved to the point where they were, you know, became teenagers, two of them, and you know, it wasn't as, as meaningful, right? It took on a different meaning, right? And then they're gonna, you know, ultimately leave home. Uh, they're going to have kids and my meaning is not going to be based on the same tenets that I currently achieve meaning with. Same thing with business, right? Business, the environment's always changing. Employees are always changing. Taxes are changing. Interest rates are changing, right? The way in which you do business is changing. Marketing's changing. 
operation old structure is changing and you have all these people right associated with it they're always changing and clients and customers it's it's one of those things where meaning is it's this moving target right and it's constantly seeking ways in which you can get closer and closer and closer with the knowledge that once you get there it's not going to last forever and it's this really recognition that the the truth is that what you you know really want is that sense right of making a difference a sense of influencing a sense uh, of helping a sense of experiencing and i think if, if for me at least it's been coming to the definition of what it is i'm truly after right which i think is a logical process and then again taking another step logically which is reverse engineering okay what is it going to take for me to do that and do more of that and then once i achieve it then it's even more and what i what i concluded and it's not an absolute conclusion i'm still obviously doing this podcast is just proof of you know a desire to discover more about you know what what life is about what business is about what money is about what people are seeking is is about you know but i've concluded that there are these there are these rules and rules I think are, are not intentional. They're built based on the positive and negative experiences that we have. When we experience something positive, we may, we come up with a rule that says, okay, in order for me to experience something positive again, this thing has to happen, right? Same thing negative, right? right? Where it's like, I didn't like that. Therefore, if I do this again, which could be the reason for why something happened or not, right? I'm not going to do it again. And then you continue to stack these rules on top of one another Right, and you have all these rules for what life can't be about, and all these rule was this is what I have to what has to happen in, in order for me to be happy. And I concluded that I don't have to have very many rules. <laughs> if I wake up in the morning and I'm alive, right? It's like sweet. It's going to be an awesome life today, right? And also on you know the the contrary. Right, where you have rules for the feelings and the things that you don't want to uh, experience, and unpacking that and doing discovery and finding out, okay, what really happened, and realizing that, you know, some people have a different perspective of life and treat you a certain way, and this happens or that happens, and you know, it wasn't really the reasons you thought it was that caused the bad outcome that you experienced, right? So, so again, I, I think there are these. It's a constant work in in progress, but would it? ultimately boils down to is your, I would say, ability to logically understand what it is you're trying to achieve, realizing that that achievement isn't this one-time event, it's an ongoing process, and really just making it as easy as possible to achieve those end results that you really want to experience, I think has become a key, not the key or, or the only key, but a key uh, that is that is served that has served me. Yeah, and I think you know a lot of what you're describing is that element of time. The thing is, we know time is going to occur, and we have things that we think right now. But with time comes change, and change is not just change that impacts us from the outside, but it's it's change internal too. It's it's our different value for things. One of the prime examples in in you know, around life insurance as an example, is this idea of many times when we talk to advisors, I've seen this happen over and over and over again, talk to clients early on in the process. So you take a young client, their main concern is about themselves and their ability to provide for their family 
right now. And their idea on their from the standpoint of legacy is not anywhere close to being important. And that same person, that same 30-year-old who didn't have the idea of legacy of wanting to benefit future generations changes at some point in time. That goal shifts. Our, our perspective on life changes. All of a sudden, maybe it's not the kids that we want the legacy to go to, but maybe it's the grandkids. Okay. And so if we know that that's going to happen to us, if we can get to a place, a discipline, a, a belief in, from people that have experienced that, that those kind of changes are going to occur, then maybe we need to look at our future and not lock ourselves in a box, put ourselves in a position of options where if those shifts occur, we can shift with them. And we want to find things that we can do that with that don't change what we think we want to be on right now. So in other words, not something to negatively impact what we're doing or what our current desires are, our current look for the future is, but what we really want to do is find something that will meet that and leave the door open in case that changes. Does that make sense? Thank you for listening to the Wealth Standard Podcast. Be sure to visit the show's official website, thewealthstandard.com, for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Guest opinions are their own. If you require specific investing, financial, legal, tax, or any other specialized advice, please consult an appropriate professional. We welcome and appreciate reviews of the show. Head on over to iTunes or Stitcher to leave your review. And don't forget to subscribe to the show to get access to every new episode and exclusive interviews this season. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Oh,